You're listening to Motor City Duke Joint right here on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Ben Rose. And it is, what is it, Tuesday? Fuck yeah, it's Tuesday. All day. Until 11.59. And then, that'll be Wednesday, right? Yeah, 20 degrees. Anyway, which you all should agree, because that's science, and that's the way things are. Anyway. On tonight's show, we have Brett Emmons of the band The Glorious Sons. He'll be calling in around 7.30. They they were playing at St. Andrews on Thursday, which uh, should be a really, really good show. And that you should absolutely go check it out. Do not miss Glorious Sons. But you should always you should go check it out after listening to Motor City Duke Joint, which is also on Thursday. So, and that, so you you can listen to it on your way. So you, you get your ticket, you go stand outside, and wait and listen to it on your headphones or whatever until um, nine o'clock. When nine o'clock hits around, walk in. Sounds legit, right? Get your ticket ahead of time. Tony, is that what you would do? Definitely. Definitely, that's what you would do. Okay, that sounds smart, right? Grab those tickets. Please. Grab them tickets. Grab them. Grab them. Yeah, that's right. Grab those tickets while you can. Because you never know. You never know. Never, ever know. Anyway, tonight's, tonight's show will also feature another little preview of Jake versus Everybody, which is coming up soon. That's right. Which will be coming, which will be starting very soon. If you're unaware of Jake versus everybody, well, just think of an idiot abroad. If you've never seen that with Carl Pink, uh, uh, Pilkington, on uh, I think I believe you can watch it on Netflix now. Uh, Ricky Gervais paid for this this guy, this curmudgeon that doesn't want to leave his house, that does not does not appreciate the the finer things in life. He just wants to be left alone. Well, Ricky Gervais paid for him to go all around the world. Well, here at New Radio Media, boss man Ian decided that it would be funny to have our very own Jake, who's been on the show many, many times, works behind the scenes, give him a show where people argue with him because he is an argumentative bastard, but we love him anyway. He'll be on the show in the second half. Right? We love Jake. He's a good guy. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. A little like... angry, but, you know. He is a little angry. He is. And, you know, it's like, well, man, just, 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 you know, you'll be all right. There's a lot just of love. Take it down a notch. Take you know? it down a notch, yeah. There's love. Just, just love. That's all you want, right? Anyway, so a little bit of serious talk to get out of the way first. I want to get, I, I like to do this, and if there's anything serious, I want to get out of the way before we do anything else. So that way it doesn't, it doesn't get mixed in with all the fun stuff. Do you drink tap water, Tony? All the time. Do you really? That's all I drink, actually. I mean, I drink bottled water, but it just, it really depends. I'd say majority of the time it's out of tap water. Yeah, well, I should probably not show this label. Anyway, um, apparently, 
Southeast Mich- Michigan, their uh, drinking water is contaminated with carcinogens. You know, carcinogens, you know, cancer-causing, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, cancer-causing chemicals. Yeah. But how, how do, do they know what kind of carcinogens, or do we... <laughs> oh, yes, they do, actually. Chromium hexavalent, radium 226 and 228, trihalomethanes, that's higher than what the public health advocates consider to be safe. That, that, that clarifies it, thank you. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. So, the Great Lakes Water Authority isn't violating any of the EPA's legal limits, and, uh, you know, they're trying to, well, at least that's what they're trying to say. It's just they want to, I guess it's, oh, it's technically supposed to be okay. It's just, that's what's in there. These are safe levels. Much like people get all bent out of shape about, um, uh, fluoride being in the water, but it's there is a certain amount of fluoride that is that is safe and is actually beneficial. You know, fluoride, straight fluoride will fucking kill you, but you know, that's none of my business. <laughs> okay, you into metal? Oh yeah. All right, you, you a fan of Slayer? Um, I mean, not, I'm not a huge fan, but I gotta say, I'm of course, you know, raining blood. That's, that's... Yes, yes, good for you. Slayer is finally giving it up. They are, uh, they are doing their farewell tour, and they will be at Freedom Hill in May on May 27th. So, with Lamb of God, Anthrax, Behemoth, and Testament. Yeah, I have to go check that out because I'm a, I'm a Lamb of God fan. Are you? Yes, I am. Some people say it's a little too too uh, gr- heavy for them, growly. I guess I don't know. Eh, you know, like when it comes to metal, I I uh, I'm a fan of Amon Amarth. If you listen to that, like like that Viking metal. Um, I I'm, I'm aware of it, but yeah, I don't really listen to it. Right. You had so you haven't listened to it, so you're not you're you know you, you don't have an opinion because you haven't listened. Yeah, I don't okay. really have too much of an opinion. Okay. You should you should check them out if you if you like Lamb of God you might like you might you might like Amon Amarth. Uh, I I'm not like the biggest Lamb of God fan, but you know I don't dislike them. I just haven't listened to much of them, you know. Anyway, yeah. but Slayer Slayer is um, Slayer. <laughs> well, how long have they been around now? I mean, um, shit. 20, no, longer than that. we got to be 30 years, at least. Dang. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I have to, uh, they were formed in, in 1981, so I am a year older than Slayer. Like, like that's how long they've been around, yeah. I just revealed my age. Eh, it doesn't matter, I don't care. Well, according to Jake, you're dust, actually. So. Yes, according to Jake, I am dust. You don't have an age. Yeah. That's all right. That baby face. Anyway, yeah, Slayer's going to... This, this is it. Slayer is going on their farewell tour, and then they're done. And that is... Uh, 
That's sad, but if you haven't seen Slayer, get out there. Go see them. I uh, I fully intend to, to see this because I've always missed them, and I... And I want to see them. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. So we'll do that. Uh, coming up on Thursday's show, Kenny Kens will be in here. He, he, Kenny Kens returns. Uh, and he's going to be talking about something kind of actually serious. So for Kenny to come in and talk about, or Kenny just to talk about anything serious, period, uh, that's worth tuning into. You know, just I would tune in for that because... It, it's it's a good thing because he's going to be talking about his daughter-in-law is at, well she has a brain tumor and they're doing a uh, they're doing a benefit for her because you know brain surgery is not exactly the cheapest thing and insurance isn't doesn't always cover everything so. You want to tune in and you find out some more information about how you can help. Her name is Kayla. So, and it will be, well, the, the, the fundraiser will be at uh, Freddy's Bar in Clinton Township. It's on uh, Garfield. It's 40000 Garfield. And believe Kenny is playing uh, Shotgun Willie, Kinfo, The Orbitsons, which is uh, fronted by by Vinny from Sponge. Are you familiar with Sponge? You're, 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 you're young. It's okay. I'm just, I'm just messing with you, Jake. Just messing with you. Just messing with you. Uh, can, no, I said just messing with you. I did not call you Jake. Sometimes some of the things come out of your mouth might confuse, could confuse people, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Cameron Ogden, Bobby Black, and Candy Miller will also be playing. There's a, it's a $10 donation. There's a buffet. There's prizes. And, yeah. Definitely, definitely go support this. It is going to be a great, great event for a great cause. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. That's just do it. But Kenny will be here on on Thursday to talk about it. Yeah, cool with that. Sounds like a good cause. It is a good cause. She's 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 a very sweet girl too. Uh, I was uh, was not invited to the wedding. Kenny's son, and you know, I feel I don't feel slighted. I don't care. It's fine. I'm not upset. <laughs> no, it's good. It's okay. I hate weddings anyway. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not always a fan. Um, but what else is coming up? There's there, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be that's going to be happening with this show. Uh, we have a, we have guests, a lot of guests. Actually, stay tuned because I'm you know, I'm going to be posting a list of all the guests we have coming up in February, because it's it's actually we have a pretty pretty fancy lineup, and you will definitely be impressed with this one. Uh, but as far as like new radio media goes, we we have Jake versus Everybody's coming up. Uh, we also have a new show with the Freshness 
which we have not decided on. There's no set date on that. We're not going to, but it's going to happen. The Freshness will have a show here on New Radio Media. You can tune in on Fridays at 2 o'clock for Geek Tainment Weekly with RD, Ian, and Andy. It'll be a good show. It's always a good show. And don't miss Rabbi Svee's talk, uh, let's, uh, let's Talk Torah on Sundays at 2. Svee's a good guy. I like, I like Svee. He is. He's yeah, he, he is. He, he's a teacher. He, well, you know, that's what Rabbi means. Exactly. Yeah. He's a teacher. So, okay. Um, you guys remember last Tuesday with the, the meteor, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, there are people out there looking for pieces of it. Yeah, actually, I think they were, there was somebody who actually found one and they were trying to sell it on eBay or something for some ridiculous amount of money, like 15 million or something like that. Idiot. Really? I mean, who's going to pay that? Somebody. Somebody. If it's on eBay, somebody's going to buy it. Well, it's like, you know, we're talking on on, uh, Thursday when we had uh, Nick Pivot on, uh, the things that you can buy on, on Amazon. Like, you can buy a tank on Amazon. The tinfoil hat. You can buy a 55-gallon drum of lube. Yes, you can. Shipped right to your door. Yes. And you know what, what's, really, what's really great about some of those weird items on Amazon it, are the reviews. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Yeah. Now, one of the best-reviewed items on there are sugar-free Haribo gummy bears. I'm, I'm aware of these. I'm, I'm quite familiar with this. Actually. Have you had these? I have not. I've heard it's like hell for your behind. It is. It is essentially you are eating a laxative. It's not intended to be a laxative. Now, now this is why you can't find them at stores now. Because, you know, kids be like, oh, get some gummy bears and eat, eat a handful. And all of a sudden your kids just, you know, oops. More poop jokes. I'm, I'm refraining uh, because I could. I could make some, but I'm not going to. Anyway, so these awesome items on Amazon's website. If you have, I mean, listeners, if you know of any items on Amazon's site that have great, just hilarious reviews, send them. Send them in. Post. Send them to the the Mercy Juice Joint web um, Facebook page, or you can, yeah, just post it on our page, and we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll discuss. Also, I'd like to give a shout-out to Mr. Tub Welch at John's Steakhouse in Goodrich. Yeah, he's been, uh, he's been a big supporter of this show from the early, early days. And he has been uh, taking it upon himself to really get the word, spread the gospel of the Morsiju joint. Well, I just say that now it, it it just furthers the the whole myth or whatever urban legend that I run a cult. This is a thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Tony, you're unaware of the whole the whole cult uh, thing. I am. I didn't know. You don't strike me as a cult leader type, but you haven't known me long. True. Okay, so for the last. Uh, Shit, how long have I been doing, I've been doing that? Eleven years. I've been, well, I, although I've taken a hiatus for a while, 
I've been booking and promoting concerts, bands under the under the name of uh, Detroit Psychobilly Alliance, right? Because I prim- primarily book rockabilly, psychobilly, punk bands, and such. And uh, there was a band that did, used to do this like quarterly newsletter. And I, I, I ended up managing them for a while. In the newsletter, it refer, I was referred to as the patron saint of Detroit Psychobilly. Now, some nutter with a blog saw this and wrote a blog post saying that I was a cult leader, a satanic cult leader. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> That explains the hat. I get it now. Does everybody in the cult wear that hat? No. 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 uh, So I ran with it. I thought it was funny. I gotcha. Yeah. There are other weird rumors about me, too, like urban legends. I know there's one about a honey badger, which I thought was hilarious. What? Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to listen to The Glorious Sons. Everything is all right, and we'll follow that up with, uh, I'm thinking, some J.D. McPherson, and in that brand spanking new Jack White. So I like it. I, I'm, I'm really liking the new Jack White um, single. I, I I'm a I'm a fan. I am a fan of Connected by Love by Jack White. You played it a couple times on the show. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I'm still waiting on my 45. It's supposed to be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> As well, you know what else is coming tomorrow? A brand new fancy guitar. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you'll get to see it on Thursday. So, that's another reason to tune in on Thursday. So, anyway, without further ado, there's a little French for you. Yeah, basically, that's all of the whole French language. Offensive, Tony. I'm not French, so I don't care. Anyway, here is The Glorious Sons with Everything is All Right on Motor City. You join here on New Radio Media. Cigarettes for a lady that I love with the name I forget. That night I taught her how to laugh, she taught me how to slow dance. I tried to take her home, she said, You don't stand a chance. I'm the closest thing my mother had to her daughter. I used to be ashamed of that, but now I'm kind of flattered. I learned that my weakness is a weapon anyway, so I haven't touched a pretty thing in 40 days. Wedding night, I'm still trying to figure out how to apologize. 
I spend all my money on a pack of cigarettes For a lady that I love with a name I forget And I'm in the morning I can't fix nothing anyway So I haven't touched a pretty thing in 40 days
All right, you're listening to the Motor City Juke Joint right here on New Radio Media. I am your host, Ben Rose. And, yeah, I felt like uh, we're going to hold off on that Jack White just a minute. Just, just a little bit. A little bit. Because Brett Emmons is going to be calling in. And uh, rather, we'll hold off for him. All right? So, anyway. Uh, damn. Damn. All right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Brett Evans of the band The Glorious Sons will be calling in in just a moment, and we will be talking to him about his about their recent album, uh, which is actually I was I was just listening to it earlier today, and it's um it's really really good, really good. And you know, like um, I was showing Drew, who's our who is our floor director. I was showing uh I was showing him the the video for um Everything is Alright, the song that I played earlier, off of um Young Beauties and Fools. And it's it's good. It's a good video, right? Yeah. Anyway. No, I don't think he can hear me. You can't hear me? I said I showed you the video of that song earlier. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was Absolutely. really good. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I was like, man, don't you leave me hanging. Looking at me like, what? I don't want to talk to you, Ben. All right. Anyway, if you would like to call in and uh, a little bit later, because we're going to bring Jake in uh, to talk uh, to... Um, do a little preview of Jake versus everybody. If you'd like to argue with Jake, actually, we're going to do that. If you'd like to argue with Jake, in the 8 o'clock hour, I would like you to call in. And I'm going to give that phone number shortly because that'll be fun. Because, you know, we thoroughly enjoy a good Jake argue, Jake debate. He is a master debater. Yeah, right. That's a good. That was yeah, yeah. That it was, was a stretch. Yeah, it was lame. It was. It was, it was straight lame. up lame, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, yeah, uh, Brett should be calling in shortly. Which let me tell you. All right, first of all, go out and get Young Beauties and Fools. It is okay. It's a little mellower than than what we normally play on the show. But that's okay, because I I I I do enjoy uh, some mellower stuff. I do like every song on this album. To me, you could tell was personal and heartfelt, and he was just letting it all out. And it is, it's brilliant. And if if I. Uh, if I had had the chance to actually hear this album prior to our um, when we did the end of the year albums of the year, I may have put this on there. I may have put this on my list. Good chance. 
I mean, I would say I haven't even actually listened to this album, but I mean, any any album you're saying that has the kind of like heartfelt, yeah, you know, if you put your if you put everything into it, that album is going to be something. Yes, even if it's not musically the most complicated, lyrically, I bet. I mean, it can make you feel something. <laughs> right. And that's that's what real music is. <laughs> right. Real music is. It's heartfelt. It's uh, it's something. It, it should something that it's something that should move you, even if even if it's just like something like does like moves you in 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 a way that makes you like 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 physically like you dance. That's you know that's still moving you, but something that moves you on a deeper level. You know that's that that stands out, and uh, I thought I actually thought that. Uh, I thought that this album did stand out. It did uh, move me on a little bit of a deeper level, and I liked it. Uh, I should probably save this praise for uh, when he's on the phone. Yeah, we're just we're just waiting on that. <laughs> That's right. That is right. And he will be calling in shortly. All right. So. This um, I don't know how I wanna wanna put this because you know I'm gonna I'm, on Thursday I'm gonna have this new guitar here. Oh yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I, I kind of I think I know what you're talking about, but the uh, new guitar. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I've always wanted a surf green Telecaster. Always. Now there is this company out in california that makes these very limited um run uh guitars they're handmade in america but they're not very expensive right they make a surf green telecaster which like if you go for fender fender surf green telecasters very expensive and even the ones that are made in like in asia this is an american made Fender Telecaster was like a not Fender, but making me surfing to Telecaster. On one one day only, it was on sale for ninety nine dollars. I put it in my cart on the website. Couldn't afford it that day. That's so sad. I know. Well, I mean, now when you say these are affordable, I mean they're not they're not like cheaped out on parts or anything. No, no, no. These are high quality. Same like. Same pickups and everything. Yeah, like some of them have like the EMG active pickups, you know, like the like the those are actually yeah. pretty expensive. Anyway, so it's in my cart and I'm like, fuck. And I'm and I was talking to, to Ian and RD, and uh, the next day, uh, this was fr- Friday. I'm like, I was like, and I was telling e- e- um, RD about it, who's our our VP of operations. And he said, show me. So I go and I show him. He's like, oh, yeah, shit, do it, order it. You know, it's like, well, it doubled in price. But I was like, wait a minute, it's in my cart for the for the day before its price. I, the one and only, there's only one. There can be only one, like the fucking Highlander. Only one. How much do you think it costs? $99. Fuck yeah, it did. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Fuck yeah, it did, $99. Deal of the century, right? Hell there. yeah! Is R in RD a tip of the hat to you? 
Oh, no, we're now going, no, no m'ladies. No m'lady. <laughs> no m'ladies. This is a no neck beard zone. No neck beard zone with the fingerless gloves <laughs> and the trench coat. Oh, man. Uh, do you know what the purpose of the neck beard is? I don't. It's to contour. So to make them, you know, to hide the, make the face look thinner. It, I, I, apparently that's the, that's the whole purpose of the neck beard. Hmm. Isn't that weird? I did not know that. And now you know. I didn't know there was like an actual like purpose to it. I always just figured, you know. It was like some weird fashion beard. statement. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I don't think anybody like wants to be a neckbeard. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Uh. Yeah, it's. No, but anyway, I will. I will make sure that I have the guitar here on Thursday to show. It is uh, made by a company uh, in California called Harlock Kings. And the model is called Southern Bell. And unlike the Fender, tele- Fender Telecasters, the headstock on this one is also surf green. So the whole thing, surf green, which is pretty awesome. Next, my next weird color guitar is going to be seashell pink. That's pretty cool. I mean, is it when I when you say like surf green, are you talking like or seafoam green? Yeah, kind of like that, like turquoise kind of color. Yeah, seafoam green. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it's seafoam green. I think is a more accurate term. For I got it. You. Yeah, uh, I do like guitars that have odd odd colors, odd finishes. Like I have one that looks like a taxi cab. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite. Yeah. What body style is it? It's a hollow body. Like oh, a, okay. Like a like a Gretsch big Gretsch. Uh, 6120, so... I was going to say, didn't you say that's one of the ones you actually, like, really wanted? I really wanted. The Gretsch hollow body. Yeah, I wanted a Gretsch, Gretsch, and then I saw that this, that Dean made a hollow body. It didn't, it didn't have it for very long. Uh, I guess there might have, may or may not have been a lawsuit involved, and they had to pull them off the shelves. I was lucky enough to get one. And... It is uh, my most prized possession. I'd stab somebody over that guitar. Just be honest, you know. I love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So, anyway. Yeah, we're still waiting on Brett to call in. Uh, I should see. Does he have the proper... He should have the proper number. Yeah. I believe so. So, on the topic of guitars, yeah. Uh, do you, by any chance, own any uh, Les Pauls? I've owned two. Okay. I've owned two, and I've had to sell them both, and I regret it. You had to sell them both. Yeah. This is first. I think you told that story actually. You yeah. had to sell the one. I sold the first one. It was a translucent green with a Les Paul standard. They don't make Les Paul standard in translucent green anymore. I, I got it when I was 16, right? And I had to sell it because my ex wife is a. And then uh, <laughs> she racked up a debt that only an expensive guitar can, you know, and I got ripped off when I sold it. Now, Several years later, to 
attempt in an attempt to make amends for me having to sell this guitar, she bought me uh, a very interesting limited edition Les Paul, and the finish was called it was it was a it was called a Voodoo Les Paul. It was like a matte black with the red rubbed into the wood grain, and only had one fret uh, marker, and it was on the fifth fret it was a skull, and the instead of mother of pearl, the Gibson said it was in red, and this case was made out of snakeskin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. I love this guitar. I was like, okay, I'm over the translucent green Les Paul. But you had to sell it? I did. I did. And that, the reason I had to sell that is not something I will ever get in, into on air. I gotcha. Yeah. Some left, some stuff's better left unsaid. Yeah. In fact, I, I don't think I'll ever talk about why I had to sell that. Nope. But maybe for the right price. Uh, I might. Uh, anyway. So I acquired this Dean a couple years later as a birthday gift from somebody. And they had, they, 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 trying to hunt this down all over the country, trying to, trying to track it down. Finally got one. Somebody had one in Florida. It was a, a store, This little store in Florida had it. And we had it shipped. And it was, it's, I almost had to sell it, and I refused to. I did something, um, that, uh, it was like something, like I got put into a situation where I didn't, where I had, where they were like, oh, like, we've all been in some situations where we needed some money. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I did, see, most people, when they, like, pawn things, they will forget about them, and then they lose it. But, basically, I, I pawned it, and it sat there for a long time, and every three months, I'd go, and they'd just be like, here you go, don't, I don't want to lose it. They held on to this guitar for me for two years. So, to prevent, basically, I did it to prevent having to sell it and it, it wasn't like I, it was there was a lot but it, you know uh my advice to you tony because since you are a young man one do not get married don't uh two do not get married <laughs> uh. <laughs> i don't care i don't care what she tells you it's just like that uh, No Sex in the Champagne Room song. You know, you're not getting all of what, you know, is promised. You will lose everything. I'm just kidding. It's not that. I'm, I'm, I'm just messing with you. I, mean, I don't know. I've seen it happen. So yeah. many good guitars have been lost to families. <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. I've seen a lot of musicians lose their, lose everything. A lot of... Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. We are. Uh, we're probably going to take another break here. We're still waiting for. Uh, for Brett to call in. I don't know. Maybe there's something. Something came up. But that's okay. But the Glorious Sons will be playing. What? We got him? All right. 
Hello, is this Brett? Yeah, man. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm Ben. Um, this is the Motor City Juke Joint. How? Uh, I uh, I've been listening to this album, Young Beauties and Fools, like over and over again. It's it's damn it's a damn fine album. Thanks a lot, man. You're welcome. So you're going to be here on uh, on Thursday, correct? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, playing at St. Andrews. Uh, yeah. Is this uh th- this isn't your first time in Michigan, right? No, no, we've we've played probably like five times, six times in Michigan. Okay. Right. Uh we don't get down there as much as we play up here in Canada, but um it's pretty close to the border, so Yeah. Uh, we get down there enough. Where uh where in Canada are you from? Yeah, uh are you you're in Ontario, correct? Yeah, we're from uh Kingston, Ontario, so we're halfway between Toronto and Ottawa basically. Oh, okay. I uh I'm I'm pretty sure I've I've gone through Kingston at some point. Through yeah. on the four oh one or uh stop for night or it it is it it's been uh it's probably been fifteen years, so I don't I I, 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 I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't enough. tell you, you know. Uh fair enough. Yeah. Uh so you're 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 on tour. Uh this this album it it, it came out um last year, correct? Yeah, it came out uh October thirteenth. Of 2017. Yeah. Okay. So it's been out a few months now. Right. And uh, so, are you, are you just starting this tour, or uh, you're you're still still touring from the initial release? Well, we had uh, we had uh, uh, tours lined up with uh, Greta Van Fleet in the states. Okay. Um, so we were touring in the states. You know, we probably had about I don't know seven or eight shows uh, in different markets around the States. And then we also did an entire Canadian tour mm-hmm. uh, right after the album dropped. It took us up to a, And then we went over to Europe uh, for six days um, just to kind of meet our label over there and play uh, kind of a showcase show, free mm-hmm. show for um, fans that we might have in London. Um, and uh, that kind of took us right up to December, I think it was 16th. Mm-hmm. So we were pretty busy up until Christmas, and now we've had a bit of a a layoff, probably a month and a half, um, and uh, it just kind of feels like it's time to get back out and uh, and just kind of get the ball rolling again. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we can't wait. Right? Yeah. It, you know, it, it is. It's. It's. Sometimes it's hard to. Uh... You know, to just sit sit back. You want to get out there and play and, and be in you know in front of an audience and you know. Well, it's it's kind of funny because uh, when you spend enough time at home, you really don't want to get back out on the road too fast. Yeah. But then when you get onto the road, you kind of hate coming home. So mm. it's a bit of a double edged sword. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think I was talking to. Um, a friend of mine in the music industry and they, and they take, they take like the most they ever take off is two weeks so that that doesn't happen to them. Right. That's actually um, pretty smart. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, they always go somewhere after two weeks, and, you know, keep their, keep their tools sharp and, uh, you know, just get back into the mode of touring because, you know, it's, it's a very different lifestyle touring and then coming home, touring, coming home. It's just, you know, there, there couldn't be, the requirements and um, feelings that you get from both situations couldn't be more uh, opposing. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, like touring isn't to some people. They may think, oh, you're going, you're, you're going on the road. It's almost like a road trip, but it's it, 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 it's work. So it's it's not like a, like you know you're going on a vacation, but you are crammed into a, a vehicle with uh, however many people are in your band plus your gear, <laughs> yeah. and it's not always pleasant. You know, it, it's no, yeah. Somebody's trying to sleep, another person's, you know, maybe a little gassy. You know, it's just, you know. <laughs> I think I think I'm the gassy guy. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, but I'm I'm probably sleeping during right. that time, so a lot of sleep farts coming yeah, right. out of me. But um, um, it's you know, it's a job like anything else, right? And if right. you do anything for long enough, you're gonna find negatives in it. But bottom line is that we get to go out and do something that a lot of people don't have the opportunity to do and right. will never have in their life. And, you know, it's hard to expect other people who don't do it to understand, you know, the trials and tribulations, things that go on. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I have to say that I'm, I'm pretty stationary working working in radio. I mean, I, I, yes, I get to get, to get out and around, uh, locally, but uh, I don't get yeah. to get out on the road like that, and it's it's and I, I to to a degree I am envious, but uh, you know I I you you have a little more insight into what you know yeah how how things you know actually are right you know, so right yeah so I know it that, go ahead well it, like just like I said honestly. It's, it's uh, it's a double-edged sword, and it's and it's and it's good and it's bad, just like everything else in life, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Now, listening to this album, because I, I I actually I, I I've been listening to it a lot. Uh, this this is like some seriously heartfelt stuff. I mean, this is uh, I'm assuming it's this is some autobiographical things, right? Yeah, yeah. I always. Stop people when they say that, and make sure that everybody knows that it's semi-autobiographical, okay. not not autobiographical. But you know, there are definitely uh, stories on the album that are exactly as they're told. Um, it's just you know, when you're putting together a whole album, um, you know, you take some you take some liberties with some of the work. Well, of course, right? Yeah, I mean. You gotta, but yeah, you're right. It, it it all comes from you know a place of of personal uh, of of personal experience, and uh, a lot of the stuff is like I said exactly how how it's told on on the album. Right, right. Now, um, yeah, I, it's 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 I, I'm. I'm I was just uh, just listening to them. I could just it's like it's like you can listen to something and you can just kind of feel feel it's, it's feel the emotion just kind of coming out and uh, uh, and 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 that and that's how I felt listening to it. And I had to start it over again once I and once I finished it. Just, just, just like it, yeah, I I just felt that. And I uh, well, thank you very much, man. You welcome. That's, you know, that's that's our that's our job. You yeah. know, that's my job is to put myself on paper and hopefully relate with the world through my story and to hear somebody you know say that that's exactly what I'm hoping people people uh people feel when they when they listen to the album 
Right. Any any artist really wants their their art to move somebody. Whether whether like say you know, as a musician, somebody at least dances to it, or if it just touches somebody in an emotional way, you know, it, it, it evokes an emotional response, then it's like you've done your job well. And, yeah, well, yeah. it's funny because the, tr- the, the tried and true old saying is, you know, I don't do this, I do this for myself, you know, I, right. I don't do this for the fame or for anything and I've always kind of opposed it in a sense opposed that saying in a sense that you know I do this I do this for other people you know I do this I do this for myself but I do this so I can connect with other people I think that that statement is kind of flawed because in the end what you're doing is you're throwing a line out to the world and hoping that somebody will grab onto it and connect with what you're doing that's that's the whole point you know I yeah. I want to speak to as many people as possible and make as many people feel things from, you know, what I'm saying and how I'm singing as I can, you know? Yeah. That, that's actually beautiful. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That is a beautiful way to describe it. Uh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, what, like, what influenced you growing up as far as musically? Uh, I, I'm this, they, they kind of, been, uh, I'm really intrigued about what? Well, I've been through so many different uh, phases in that. Yeah. Sense. Like, it's kind of funny. <clears throat> I've only just started talking about this, but I think, you know, the first real CD that I actually bought was Spice Girls. <laughs> hey, I owned it <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then I moved on to uh, ACDC, which is actually hilarious. I from Spice Girls and the Backstreet Boys to ACDC. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I might have been like eight years old, seven years old. Right. Then I started collecting all the ACDC albums, and I, anytime I'd get any money, I'd go and buy a new ACDC album. And then I ended up having them all and then buying doubles for the same album, um, which is just insane. Um, well, yeah, you know. I, I, but you do weird things as a kid, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I got like. You know, it was a lot of hard rock stuff. And then in high school, I got introduced to uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band and Jackson Brown. Oh, yeah. And just a lot of singer-songwritery kind of guys. And, yeah. Um, I just, that kind of just, you know, that that kind of exploded exploded this whole thing for me. You know, it it it, it sparked my interest, you know, in a huge way into music and kind of put the jerk to jerk trajectory you know on a whole different path for me uh, right you know i started sitting down and i just spend all day in class just writing lyrics and writing lyrics and you know I, i'd listen to born to run and try to write like my own born to run and you know just you know and you're copying these songs and stuff at that time but you're just honing your craft and trying to figure out how these guys make you feel these things and do these things and then you know I, you know, you slowly pick up as you go on. And last year I got interested in a guy named Jason Isbell. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's he's by far my new favorite songwriter. He might be, like, my favorite of all time. But, um, you know, it's, 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 in, it's a revolving door. There's always new artists coming through and new people to inspire you in different ways. And uh, I would say... Uh, 
the big ones would be probably you know Jackson Brown yeah. and Bruce Springsteen and uh, you know I guess when I was younger ACDC. Right. Yeah. You, but uh, Jason Isbell is he's he's very talented. Uh, I I am oh, a fan. He's yeah. he's out of this world. I I I have I have nothing bad to say about him. I I, I could sit and listen to you know. Every single one of his albums, I don't think they'll ever really get old to me. It's just the craftsmanship that goes into it, and lyrically, it just lights out. Right. Now, there is a, there's a local guy here to Detroit that I think is probably one of the best singer-songwriters in, in the area, and his name is Robert Lewis. This is a guy, he's like writing songs like almost every day. He was, he was sitting in his, he would, he would uh, take lunch, lunch break from work, go sit in his van and, and, and just write songs. And, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he has a song called uh, "Hey Marlena," that yeah. that hit me in a way, in emo- emotionally, that I teared up because it's it's a song about like the one that got away because everybody has a one that got away, you know. Yeah. And if you ever if you get a chance to check to check him out, his name is Robert Lewis, and okay. his his songs are they're beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And uh, if you, if you like Jason's Bell, I, I it's, that that is a recommendation that I would make. Highly recommend him then, I. Eh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and, I'll check him out when I get home tonight, then. Yeah, for for sure. And he does not get the attention that he deserves. A lot of these, a lot of the best singer songwriters are, you know, they they just because they're yeah. like you said, you're you are doing it for yourself, but also to connect with other people. And, yeah. Yeah. You know. So. I'm I'm assuming on tour you have come across you have you have met some a, a lot of other singer songwriters that uh that that have stood out that uh you know on, on tour you meet you meet uh musicians and artists and writers yeah. that you know are more talented than than you'll be every 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 week every right. day you know and these are the guys that are these are the guys you know, sometimes, and actually, most of the times, like you say, they they don't get the breaks, they don't get the recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for us, we, you, as you know, you need to get some luck in this business. Oh, you have yeah. To, you have to have some. You have to have some people on your side that are willing to, you know, turn the world for you. Um, so, you know, when you're traveling around the states, especially especially down where you are, there's so many bands. Uh, and, and so many artists, and just so many people in the country that it's hard to. A lot of these shows that you're playing, these guys, you know, are leagues above, you know, myself as far as musicians and experience, and uh, you know, just just honing as far as honing their craft and mm-hmm. such. But um, you're totally right. It's there. There's just so many artists. It's just and in the market nowadays is so oversaturated. And, so many ways to listen to people, um, so many different places you can go um, to listen to music, and it's so easy to put your music out that what happens is you, you have, like, you know, probably, like, 25 million people in the States who can who can write a pretty damn good song. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a really tough business. And, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know. Like I said, you got to get a lot, a lot of luck. Oh, 
Absolutely. Or, or at least a little bit. Right. And, you know, and, and there, you'll, you'll have some artists out there that'll, that, 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 that they get kind of bitter when somebody else makes it and, you know, and, and they don't. But in, in my opinion, if somebody makes it, if somebody get, get, like, that gets that little bit of luck, I am so happy for them because mm-hmm. they, they're doing what they love. But somehow what they love doing, their art came back and helped them out. They got it, it mm-hmm. got them somewhere, you know. Yeah, well, that's we've experienced that ourselves, uh, you know, with people over the years that have just been completely supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's just old friends or you know people who you used to work with, where you can quit your job for the music. Uh, you know, people. I find that on the whole, people are generally. Uh, very happy for you and right. like you say there's that there's there's that small crowd that uh, remains bitter but <clears throat> nobody needs those negative influences in, in their life anyways you know absolutely and in, in, and in this business it's important to be competitive mm-hmm. it's really important to be competitive but it is so much more important to not compare yourself to your peers absolutely Absolutely, that that is that is incredible advice, really. You know, and, yeah. and it's just like we are all to, we're doing this together, and in, in, you know, if, if you think about it, and if we're all supportive of each other, and you know, it's you know maybe maybe pass some luck on to somebody else. Uh, just just be happy for you know those that do you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, in the end, you know, it's anybody who's a touring musician or somebody a songwriter, a touring songwriter, or somebody who's, who's working on this craft, they all they all know the same secret that you know. You know, they have that same secret that not everybody in the outside world necessarily understands. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I think that that's, you know, that mm-hmm. should, that should be enough of a, of a bond for the brotherhood. Right. Know, that should, that should be enough for everybody to be happy for each other. We all know how hard it is. And you know how unlike it is mm-hmm. to anything else, right? So it's you know it's a it should be a very positive thing, and and for the most part it is. Yeah, good. Now, how long how long have you been playing uh, as the Glorious Sons? Well, this will be my uh, I guess sixth year. Sixth year, okay. What am I? Twenty five. Yeah, I joined the band when I was nineteen, so six years now. Okay. And yeah. uh, you were in, in bands before, um, um, or were you just... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I, you know what, I wouldn't even call it band. So I was in a high school band that was pretty good for, you know, a high school band. Right. Um, and then me and my brother Jay started jamming uh, right. in a band called Stone Ponies, but um, our first show got canceled because we got... Um, pulled over on the side of the road with open liquor in the back of a of a flooring band so yeah. i guess you really couldn't even call that a band um <laughs> and then i moved out west uh sorry out east yeah. for university and uh quit school and started pursuing music out there and out there i was just kind of i played probably like you know uh, I, I don't know how many shows but a lot of shows just as myself with an acoustic guitar in my voice um and you know, 
that was a lot of fun, but that really wasn't working out, and I came upon some hard times, and then my brother called me. He'd, he'd been calling me the whole year, and he, they just kept on saying, come home and join us. Like, come join the band. They were called uh, Pete Rose and the Gamblers or something like that at that time. <laughs> um, so we, so I, I ended up coming on some hard times, and I called Jay, and I was like, hey, man, uh, does your offer still stand? And sure enough, he said yes, and I booked a, Booked a flight the week the week after, mm-hmm. uh, home to Kingston, joined the band, and we just kept playing and playing and playing and playing. We jumped on any opportunity we could to get out of the city, and you know we entered contests and we practiced you know four or five times a week, and uh, we just we spent actually a hundred percent of our time together, like as a band and best friends. So that was what right. we were doing. We were we were best buddies with a with one common goal in mind and uh, slowly doors just started opening um, and you know everybody thinks that it was kind of a fast thing for us any anybody who knows us because of our any Canadian that knows us thinks it thinks it happened really fast uh, because we ended up getting some pretty good success here but you know when you're in it it, it seems a little longer than uh, than it does to the outside world um, but then again with some uh, self-awareness in mind, it did happen faster for us than a lot of other uh, bands. You know, you see a lot of people waiting around for, you know, nine, ten years looking for that break. Right. And uh, and ours and ours did come, you know, pretty fast. But we we worked really hard, and this is this is we knew this is what we wanted to do, and we quit our jobs and started traveling the traveling the country. And that's really the th- like that that. Uh that point where you can quit your job for the music that's uh that's that's definitely a milestone that's that's, that's yeah. yes yeah yes this I, is my I, job I, now I, I, <laughs> I can't stress enough that when we were quitting when we did quit our job it wasn't because we could <laughs> it was it was because we had to okay it was uh it wasn't. It wasn't. There. Like I don't know. I think we might have been making a hundred fifty dollars a show on that tour. So any kind of, any kind of, cash or money that we had in our back pockets was from merch or from side jobs when we got home. Okay. Um, but it definitely wasn't one of those moments. Like yes, we've done it. We're able to. We're able to quit our jobs and play music for our lives. It was like fuck. We better do this. <laughs> this better work out. Right. Yeah, it it's uh Yeah, I I think I I think uh I was just told that that that, that uh was a listener was sending in a question? Yeah. What's uh, that? Yeah. Uh, uh I was just I was just told that a, that that a listener was uh a, was sending sent in a question and I'm uh, I'm waiting for okay. it to be sent over. Uh Tony, did he send it to you? He did. It'll just be one minute. Okay. All right, you can bring it in here if you don't want to have to type it. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We uh <laughs> we we uh communicate in the, uh in, in the studio via like uh computer. Face- yeah, Facebook Messenger actually. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Stepping into stepping into the new world. Yeah. Uh let's see. This is long time listener actually. What's that? Uh, okay. Um, okay. 
This is the, the listener. His name is Tub Welch, uh, uh, all the way from Goodrich, Michigan. He actually uh, had three questions. He called uh, Tony, our, our call screener, and, and gave them. At first, he said, "What was what was the the best concert or, or, or for you? What was what was the best show that you you you've you've whether you've played it or even just gone to as a you know as a fan?" Well, honestly, I just saw Jason Isbell twice last year. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you can now tell that I'm a huge fangirl. Mm-hmm. But um, there's something so pure about his show. You know, there's no gimmicks, uh, no quirks. It's just a man up on stage, uh, you know, pouring his heart out. Yeah. And uh, making real music with his band. And they're so tight, and his voice is so awesome. And, of course, I just love his lyrics, so... Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I, that that was definitely one that I will remember for the rest of my life. And I was sober for it. So that was also a plus. Um, so that 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 one. And uh, as far as shows on the road for us, they come and go so fast, and and they're all so fun. You know, whether you're playing in a sweaty bar or at a festival or uh, opening for somebody in an arena. Um, you know, they all have their they all have their different uh, upsides, um, and it's usually always pretty fun, unless it's not, of course, and then it's shit. Um, but uh, we have a lot of fun on the. Uh, I I can't really pinpoint one show. Right, and it, it is always hard. People have asked me, like, well, what 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 was the best concert you ever been to? I couldn't tell you, because <laughs> you know, I, I like it, it 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 would I would take hours just trying to figure out like. A, just trying to shorten the list. Uh, yeah, well, and you know, as music lovers, it's it's probably usually the last concert you went to. Yeah. If you know, it's I I I don't know. I did. I don't think I've really seen, or at least paid for a ticket for an act in which I left disappointed. You know. Right. Um, right. It, and uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have, but I I've been lucky enough. Right, yeah. I, I as have I. I it, I've it, it, even when I I've gone to see a band play that the the performance wasn't it it, it it was you could always as a musician myself I could always say well maybe that was going on you know like yeah. some people will play through illness or you know or technical difficulties and you know they don't you know they maybe they they you know. Someone saying, "Hey, you know, why don't you just cut it short or whatever?" And they truck on through, and that—I mean—that's that's what you do. What, you know what you do. You can't give up. Which is actually this is Tub's second question. Was there ever a show that you had that you were just like, "Oh man, I can't do this." Uh, yeah, there's been that before. Yeah. Um, uh, there was one. I think it was in. Grand Prairie, maybe, on the last tour. Um, and, you know, people didn't seem to be disappointed after the show, but there was just something hanging over my head for the entire show. And I just couldn't really figure out what it was, and I just couldn't get into my vibe. Um, it just went. It just seemed to go so long. The, the good shows go, go by so fast, and then the bad ones take so long to play and you know that 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 moment when you're up there vulnerable in front of you know uh, a thousand people 
and you feel like you're wasting their money and not giving them everything you can and you don't you can't find a way to take it to the next level that's a that's a hard feeling to experience especially as somebody who you know regards himself as a professional and you know who puts a lot of time into their performance so i say that grant prairie one um i remember uh last summer i was i had a little sober stint in which i you know I well at first there was a pretty drunken stint, uh, right? And it kind of scared me, so I uh, decided to take some time off. And I'd gotten so used to playing while drinking um, that I just didn't know how to handle myself, uh, and that was a little bit hard uh, itself. So then after that, I kind of you know I had to figure out that balance between you know what's too much, uh, what's too little. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's an ever changing thing, and uh, you know, of course, there's obviously some, some you know substances and and alcohol involved, I guess you could say. Um, but um, but uh, you know, those ones I would say were were two of my hardest in 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 uh, recent ex- uh, experiences, um, but. What you do in that situation is you just kind of, you know, you reevaluate when you've had time to think about the show and Mm -hmm. uh, you've kind of calmed your nerves and you reevaluate what you can do to uh, fix those problems. Right. Uh, Yeah. And how, and how, and and how, if you miss the train, how do you get back on it? You know? Yeah. That, and there's, there's moments, there's opportunities all, all around you throughout the show. It's just, uh, your ability to kind of, you know, uh, to let the moment just take you freely and, you know, experience it the same way a fan is. Right. Yeah. You know, I've, I've experienced, um, uh, you know, being on air, there are some times that, uh, I, I get, th- I get thrown off or I, I feel like I'm not doing the best show that I could do whether it be because yep. I'm not feeling well or something else is going on. And I try my best to set that aside and to go on air and just be like, all right, I got to put, yep. I, I got to, I'm going to put my game face on. I'm, you know, this, while I'm, I'm not performing as a musician, I'm still performing. Uh, and I will go back and listen to those, uh, like the, the recordings of those shows. I mean, you know, yep. sure we do this live, but I'll listen to it. And I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. I could have done that better. And, and, you know, and then it, at first I'll cringe and then afterwards, you know, I'll be like, okay, okay, that's right. All right. Yeah. I, can, I can do this differently. That that's not as bad as I thought. Um, that's definitely not as bad as I thought, you know, I, I you know, cause I, you, we all will be, we'll beat ourselves up. We are all going to be yeah. our harshest critic. And yeah, it's, it's very true. And it's your ability to kind of, you know, separate your, your ego and your, and your feelings from it and, mm-hmm. you know, learn from it and make calculated decisions to kind of, you know, curb your behavior or, or, you know, even, even, uh, power through those bad moments. Yeah, I agree. Well, you will be here on Thursday at St. Andrews hall. Uh, I, I believe there are some tickets still available. Um, yeah, I think there's a few, um, I don't think it's sold out yet, but uh, I think it's it's close, right? Near there, yeah. 
Uh, that's yeah, I, I did I did read that earlier today that it was close to being sold out. So I would I highly recommend uh, to to anyone listening to go out and get your tickets now. You can order them online, I believe. Uh, thank you for calling in. This has actually been a wonder. This has been a wonderful interview. Uh, yeah, thank you for the great conversation. Oh, you're welcome. Likewise, uh, it's. You know, a lot of my a lot of my interviews end up being just about hey, uh, you're playing here, you're doing that. It is very nice to be able to talk about uh, the in depth aspects of uh, of music and kind of uh, the emotional aspect. I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> it's been fun chatting. Yes. All right. Well, thank you to uh, Brad Emmons of of the band The Glorious Sons. Go see them at St Andrews Hall this Thursday. Uh, and thanks again. I'll we'll, thanks, uh, hopefully see you on Thursday. Yeah, thanks right. so much. Well, right. Are you coming to the show? Uh, well, I'm uh, I'm on air, so I, I I'm going to try to come in right after after the show. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Okay. Thanks <laughs> right. a lot. Man. All right. Thank you. Bye. Good night. All right. Uh, that was Brett Emmons of Glorious Sons. Yeah, that was a that was that 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 was a damn fine interview. Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. Go ahead. Real genuine guy. Oh yeah. yeah real nice. Yeah. He yeah, yeah that was that was that's a solid dude right there. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't ask that last question that Tub Tub sent. <laughs> it's okay. He said it was getting a little too serious for him. So you know. Is that what he said? Yeah, he's like, yeah, we got to spice it up a little bit. So. <laughs> Yeah, so for other other guests, that's okay, Tom. <laughs> it's uh, I, it's it's tough texting me because I I I did text him. Like, what the kind of question is that? All right, he says, "I mean, being a musician, it's an obvious question. It's an obvious answer." Maybe. It should be, at least. I mean, come on. Let's strum a few notes on a guitar, you know. Yeah. The ladies yeah. love it. The ladies that love the guitar. And they love, well, I mean, you know, a guy, they can, they can pour his heart out like that, apparently. Gotta love a soft guy, you know? Yeah. They love that stuff. So we are going to actually, we're going to be bringing in uh, Mr. Jake, Belinda, Belinda, just like Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, it's over your head. Over my head. <laughs> uh, oh, that's okay. And you know, We need a new show just called Ben Teaches the Younger Generation. <laughs> Ben groans at the younger generation. <laughs> well, I, I told Ian I wanted to do a show called Ben Shits on Your Hopes and Dreams. Where I just, like, somebody comes up with an idea and I'm like, nah, it sucks. Tell them every reason it can't work. <laughs> no, I'm just going to be like, nah, that sucks. Your idea is bad. Just, yeah, just no, well, they, well, <laughs> but, but that, that's a, it is a little bit too, too, too close to Jake's... Um, Jake versus everybody, if you think about it, because Jake's show is just not anybody. Well, he he is. 
I mean, he's a so, little bit, but like... Yeah, he's like, no, it's dumb. That idea's dumb. He shits on your idea, but then you just you just kind of, like, come back with it, and it, it, it's too easy, you know? Yeah. He's easy to, he's easy to com- combat. <laughs> yeah, it is. And he... And he does kind of hang himself a little bit with some of this stuff. You know? He's just, just the argumentative. Oh, yeah. You know? And then every, then half of what he says sounds like he's talking about something dirty. Yeah. Anyway, can we get Jake in here? Um, we can... Uh, there he is. Enter live studio guest. Yeah. Right, come on, Jake. We need like some cool like set pieces he can, you know, walk out from behind. What? Yeah, right now. He's giving me dirty looks. Sit down. Join. Join, Jake. You can you sit right there? What? Huh? You even on break right now? No. I just brought you right in. So, there you go. What's up, boy? What's up? All right, so, um, uh, um, yeah. Why are you on a little dead air right there, bud? Well. It's a little silence. You know damn well why we brought you on here. I don't know. Well, you wanted to come on. I did want to come on. But I was, I was planning on coming during a break, not yeah. just walk right in. Well, you know what? Want to go to a break real quick? No, I'm, if I'm, I'm, on, play, I'm I'll on. play Journey. That's up to you, bud. I'm gonna play you're, the, you're the one that did text me about the Journey concert, though. I did. I did. And you're willing to come with me. I will. So I that, mean, like, that, like backs me up. You know, that just kind of hurts you the entire time. No, it doesn't. So here, here's the thing. Like I, I woke up and I, and the TV was on. You woke up. I woke up one morning Mm. and they're talking about journey coming to the little Caesars arena. And I immediately, I text you. So let me get this straight. You wake up, Mm -hmm. you hear a band that I like, and then you text me. Yeah, because it's like, hey, I thought maybe you'd like that. I was being nice. I appreciate that, but I don't want want to be like one of your first thoughts when you wake up. You weren't. That's kind of creepy. You weren't. But, you know. You tell me like right now, like, oh, yeah, Jake, by the way, I was dreaming and you were in it. Bye. I'm out. Time to go home. Yeah. Yes, like that's happened. No. It oh has my not. God! No, it has not. <laughs> it has not happened. Jesus, I did have a dream. I'll no. be honest. I will be honest. I had a dream that yesterday I was at work last night. I had a dream that we we're at work. Everyone was here, and I woke up because I was freaking out. 
Everybody was here? Yeah, and I wasn't here. So I was freaking out that I was late to work, and I woke up, and it was like 5 a.m., and I was very disappointed. So were we in the dream or not? Yeah, everyone was here but me. But you dreamt about us? But you weren't But you weren't there. No, I wasn't. It was weird. I will be honest about that. Weird, like, third-person shit going on. I know. <laughs> I was creeped out. I woke up freaking out. I would be creeped out, too. Yeah. 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 Can we get a? I, I thought we were going. I thought we were going to break. Huh? Yeah, we are. We are going to go on a break. I'm feeling, I'm feeling some journey right now. You feeling some journey? Look at that. Journey. Look at that. Yeah. How's your phone call? It was good. Good. I know what you want to hear. What do I want to hear? You know, Don't Stop Believing is not my favorite song from Journey, What right? is your favorite Journey song? My favorite song from Journey is Separate Ways. Is it really? Yes. All right. You just think it is Jer- or Don't Stop Believing because you hate that song. Well, Jake, isn't the whole purpose of, the, the, like, we argue? Is, is the arguing. That's, that's, that's Jake versus everybody. So if I... Yeah, but you assume. So assuming makes you an ass out of you and me. You never actually truly asked what's my favorite song. You just assumed. You assume- because you said that Don't Stop Believing is not a good song, which you're wa- you're just wrong. I mean, you're just wrong. Well, you you Because assume- all honesty, at any sporting event in Detroit, you will hear Don't Stop Believing. And Drew will back me up on that one because he knows it's true. Right? right I probably don't. You um you assumed that I uh I think you assumed that I care. Well, I appreciate this.
listening to Motor City Juke Joint on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Ben Rose. I'm sitting here with Jake Belinda. Yes. Of Jake versus Everybody, which is starting very, very soon. Very soon. We like are. Next week or so, right? Launching in February. Launching in February. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, so it'll be a couple weeks. A couple weeks, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. It'll be a fun time. Yeah. Anyone have a. They want to rip on me for something, got an opinion on something that you're wrong about, go ahead and call in and yeah, I'll teach you the right way. If you like to call in tonight, 844-999-9249. That's 844-999-9249. And if you want to argue with Jake, <laughs> yeah, argue with Jake. Maybe uh, Tony will say something in the microphone. What do you want me to say? Oh, there you go. There's your first words. I'm just, you know, trying to get you in the conversation. Have you. have you met this kid? Come on now. I'm a nice person. You are, actually. Jake, you are a very nice person. I just have those harsh times. I'm just like, all right. I'm going to be a harsh person right now. Yeah. It's okay. It's all out of love. Everyone knows I'm, I care about him. Except yeah. for that. If you... Never mind. I'm not going to finish this sentence. Anyway... So, do you have? Do you know what's what's lined up already for it? No, uh, no it's gonna be Ian surprising you with all the. Ian everything. surprising me. He's gonna talk to Drew because Drew's gonna be on video, um, talking to Drew and RD because RD's on audio. Yeah. And then Ian, if you're listening, I do have one thing to tell you, and that's it. What's that? This is my chair. I know this is your chair for geektainment, but when it comes, I'm on air. This is my seat. You have three choices. I wouldn't sit right next to me because <laughs> that's going to be weird. But my chair. Remember that. <clears throat> All right. That's what we're playing Madden for is actually this chair. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, um. Because he was, he was tearing up that I said that this was my chair. Jake, <laughs> I really think you're going to be Ian and Madden is the real question. I'm confident. You are confident? I'm confident. Not even a looming doubt. <clears throat> if you go into anything with a doubt, you're not going to be successful, Tony. Name one thing in the world that you went in with a doubt. School. Did you graduate? Yes. Yeah. Court. I actually, I, <laughs> I did go into court with doubt, and I came out. Uh, pretty successful, actually. I've gone into court with doubt, and it was justified. But I've also gone in with with uh, with doubt, and it came out all right. I uh, I served jury duty on a uh, murder case. So did I. That was fun. Yeah, it was real real fun. Yeah, awkward, awkward. All right, Jake. Yeah. We're gonna argue about this. Okay, what's up? Pizza or tacos? Pizza. What? You're kidding me, right? It's Tuesday, dude. What's your point? Taco Tuesday. Oh, my God. All right. Just because there's a name, Taco Tuesday, does not mean tacos match up to pizza. Okay, Jake. If you like pizza, what's your favorite pizza brand? Siri. Like Pizza Place? Yeah, pizza place to go to. Primos. Primos, okay. 
I wish I could say something to argue with that, but I really can't. I thought you were going to say, like, Little Caesars or something. Something no, I could totally just blast you for. No, Little Caesars is only good for, like, one, the bank account when it comes to that point and you need food. Two, those Saturday nights that you're a little too tipsy or drunk. But yeah. doesn't Taco Bell help? It does. Taco but Bell's better. If... Yeah, well, I... I, I, okay. I do like me some Taco Bell, but I, there are better tacos out there. Like Imperial and Ferndale, those are some tacos, man. But you take that over pizza. Yeah. I would, I'm not going to argue with you with food. You'll get embarrassed. Why? Because you will not win this argument. I, all right. Go to anybody. Go ahead and post it on Facebook. Face, tacos or pizza? Because if you want to say that, okay, it's Taco Tuesday, okay, congratulations, you got a name for it. Pizza is any day of the week, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. What about tacos? Nope, that's like a lunch or dinner thing. There's no um, way in heck you have not had pizza for dinner one or breakfast one time. Yep. You have? Bre- uh, pizza for breakfast? Have you had it? Yeah. Exactly. So no, you can have pizza. I've any- also had tacos for breakfast because Taco Bell does have a breakfast menu. But that's not technically a taco. Thank no, you. It's Thank fun. you. No. Thank you. My you, point no, exactly. You, see, it's not a not a tortilla, not like a corn tortilla, but it's a waffle. But you can also have breakfast burritos, and, bre- and breakfast soft tacos. But they don't have like okay. I guess. It's, Thank you. I mean, it's a it's a ta- it's a taco made of taco? eggs and cheese. That's not a taco. You can literally eat tacos for breakfast, and they're still delicious. Have yeah. Never made so you're telling me, Kelsey, you're telling me right now you're gonna take tacos over pizza? Well, you're. Yeah. I'm See, taking Jake's side. Right now, I'm Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Drew? Drew? Tacos pizza. He said pizza. I know he said it because I can hear him. Yeah. I can read his lips because I know what he's thinking. Well, that's because you guys are... All right. Well... That, that was just straight up mean. What defines a taco? Did you just did you just see that? Yeah, a taco. Did you see that motion? I did. This is the reason why she's behind the screen and she's not allowed on microphones. That's great. I mean, a taco. Oh, right, just got just got serious. Dude. Like tacos okay, and a taco, pizza, it, dude. Like you can, you can make a taco out of a waffle, or you know, they you can have a soft taco um, breakfast. What? Am I loud? Yeah, yeah. You, you're always loud. Sit back a little bit. You're too, too close. <laughs> you're like the, the, like like the audience right now is like, what the fuck is this kid screaming in my ear for? Well, the reason why you're on the board is to I know, I've turned levels. you down. I've turned you down. Not shocked on that one. <laughs> Me and Andy are loud people. Yeah, Andy, I can hear Andy sitting at, over at my desk when he's on air on, on Fridays. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. He's a great person. He's loud. He's It's awesome. But then you'll come on there and be like, tell, tell everybody that they're being loud. Yeah, because you're, your laugh... When you're sitting in your cubicle is louder than anyone's laugh I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay, he's not wrong. <laughs> Thank you. And see, the thing is, is Tony's agreeing laugh, with man. me. I love your I laugh. I love your laugh, but sometimes when, like, Geek Tainment's on and my microphone's on, you can, like, catch Ben's laugh from 50 feet away. Yeah. You just quiet down a little bit. That's all it is. I mean, Jake, you are, you are pretty loud. Yeah. I've accepted that, though. That You that, own what you do wrong. That yeah, have you have giggle? You, have you owned? Have you owned? You have yeah. a loud laugh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just make it sure. It's not really like a straight answer. There's no. I have. Yeah. It's a weird. It's I a have weird like shrug. 
Jake, I got a good question for you. What's up, my man? This is totally off the topic of what a taco is. <laughs> a pizza. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, anyway, um, Jake, what are your thoughts on Tinder? On Tinder? This yeah. was a topic already from months ago. This is months ago, dude. That Paul came in on. Yeah, oh, dude, man, it was that really? was weird. That was weird. That was really weird. That was weird. Um, are you asking like, have I used it? Yes, Jake. Yes, I have used Tinder. If you want, <laughs> yes. Have you had any good? Has it ever worked for you? I'm not gonna answer that. So I'm gonna take it that's a no. That if you must know, it was not Tinder. It was Bumble that I've used. What the fuck is Bumble? Have you seriously lived ben, under have a rock? Have you heard of Bumble? No. It's well, the same, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as Tinder, but like if you match up with someone, the girl has to talk to you first for you actually to talk. So like in Tinder, you know, like you match up, you can just be like, "Hey, what's up." The girl actually has to message you first, or it doesn't work out. And you only get, like, 24 hours to, like, actually message the guy. So, I don't know. But, yeah. What? what I, don't, I don't see the point in that. You asked me a question, and I answered it. I'm just saying, why would you use that over, like, I mean... There's so many options out there, you know. Well, well you mean, you what, maybe he's using Grinder. I mean... That no, that's not... Me. I'm not using that. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question. Nope. That's just weird how you just said that. Yeah. Anyway. Dear God. Okay. I don't know if you can hear Kelsey in there <laughs> laughing. Just, just, just... She lo- All right, hold Kelsey on. lost her shit. Hold on, hold on. Back to you, Tony. Shit. Back what? to you, Tony. I mean... If your girlfriend's watching, I am sorry. I'm not trying to be mean to you. Have you used it? Do you have a Tinder? I, I have, but you know what? I have never actually met any w- met up with anybody on Tinder. I've definitely talked to people on Tinder, and okay. I will say that um, it it always it never works anyway. It's just exactly. An, it's just an awkward yep. situation. Yep. It really is. Have you ever like witnessed like a Tinder date, or at least it looks like a Tinder date? Yeah, yeah. There's some awkward situations. Yeah, total awkwardness. Yeah, you like walk into a Starbucks and they're like, Oh, are you Kelly? Why is your voice so weird? That that like, uh, are you whoever voice? (laughs) Is that you you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, are you the right person? Yeah. That you look way different than your profile picture. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's awkward. You do you Photoshop? (laughs) Right. It happens. Ben has just a weird comment sometimes. I'm curious to see what uh, Ben's Tinder looks like. I don't have one. I've never used it. It doesn't matter. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on from that one. Yeah. Yeah, another question? Because it's making Jake uncomfortable that we're talking about him and his dating life. Yeah, I'm single. I'm happy to be single. I have a lot to focus on. My life. Your Xbox. Yeah, my Xbox. All right. My Xbox is my best wife I've I'll ever have. Well, check that. I'm not going to say that. Mind is that we're gonna erase that from the show, but she lets me play Drop. her whenever <laughs> she lets me play her whenever I want. Yeah, and yeah. what was that? I didn't even hear that one. I don't know what the hell that was. What was that? I don't know. That was not. Yeah, that was not intentional. Okay. Well, yes, my Xbox is my girlfriend right now. 